Hey, it's me, Solid Snake, protagonist and heartthrob of the Metal Gear Solid series. I'm stuck in patreon.com slash supernpcradio, but I've uncovered the key to defeating Foxy. Hello? Snake? It's me, Otacon. Have you told them the key to defeating Foxhound yet? Uh, no. I was just about to, but you interrupted me. Uh, sorry. I, I almost screwed this up as bad as when I designed Metal Gear. Also sorry for pissing on myself when we met. Anyway, the key to defeating Foxhound is... Hello, Solid Snake. It is I, Psycho Mantis. I was reading your mind and I could see that you haven't told the listener that the key to defeating Foxhound is by going to patreon.com slash supernpcradio and listening to the Metal Gear Solid Games Club from Super NPC. If someone would just give me a minute, I could tell- Oh, my bad. Carry on. To defeat Foxhound, you must listen to the Metal Gear Solid Games Club from Super NPC Radio, where we're covering the Metal Gear Solid series. I can see in your podcast listening history that you enjoyed The Legend of Zelda Games Club, listener. You'll love this. He's right. Your favorite pals at Super NPC Radio will be covering 10 games in the Metal Gear Solid series. They're released bi-monthly on Fridays. Oh, jeez, I'm going to peace myself again. It's true. You can find it all at the $10 DJ Toad tier over at patreon.com slash super NPC radio every other Friday. There's more to come after that, too. In the second half of the year, I've seen it. Another series after Metal Gear? Oh, man. This is a lot to take in. What's that series going to be about? It better not be about piss. Welcome back to Call Me By Your Game. I am your host, Connor McCabe, and this is the show where I bring on a guest to talk about a meaningful video game from their past. On the show, if you listen, you'll know we talk as much about what made playing the game fun, special, and memorable for our guest, as we will, about the context of when they connected to it. A little bit of housekeeping up top is you can check us out on social media. We are on Instagram at Call Me By Your Game Pod and on Twitter at Call Me By Your Game. But there's just one Y, so that's B Y O U R. There every week, you can see all of the what episodes we were releasing, what uh, beautiful art that I have made for the show. Uh, you can learn about our guests and how to support them, and it's a fun place to interact with us. So give us a follow over there. You can also support the show by leaving us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And as I always say, if it's uh, not mean spirited or bigoted. I'll even read it on the show. You can share the show with a friend, whether they love the game we're talking about today, video games in general, or a gosh darn fan of our guest today. Uh, And then, of course, you probably heard an ad for it, but you can check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash super NPC radio, where we have a ton of fun bonus content over there for you to check out. That'll do it for the housekeeping of the show. And I'll finally introduce our guest for today. We have Tetris Master, Block Flipper, and T-Spin Hero, Raisa Lisea. Welcome to the show. <laughs> What's up? I love that I'm a master. <laughs> oh, yes. You know, I haven't even observed you playing Tetris or even 
because this is the show where we I'm actually going to ask you about your experience with it. But I'm just going to assume if you are uh, up to the level that I know you are as a performer and a creative, I'm sure you're just a gosh darn master at it. I mean, yes, yes. Very. I'm not going to lie. I was very good for I don't know. I feel like I was good when I was little, but yeah, I don't I just haven't played. I don't play it like I don't I wish I had time for more. Tetris games, but I don't, I'm on my phone instead (laughs) scrolling. (laughs) Well, you're, you're an athlete, you know what it's like to be sharp and to be on your game when you are doing something consistently, whether it's basketball, Tetris, what have you. So yeah, you, uh, you absolutely understand. (laughs) Um, Well, so Risa, we know each other through, like I know most of my guests through the Los Angeles improv community. I'm I don't remember the moment we met, but I remember watching you perform before we met and was just so like captured by how fun you were and how energetic you were and just so like laugh out loud funny. And then I think I probably met you, I'm assuming through like Edgar uh, when you were on Herald Night. I feel like we met through Edgar probably like on, yeah, on Herald Night because yeah, I'm like, I feel, I feel like I met a lot of like uh, most, most of Edgar's friends through Edgar. Yes. Cause he was like, I mean, he was my bestie on DiCaprio or Harold team. So, yes. uh, and still we are very close friends. I love him. And, uh, I'm like, yeah, I don't, I definitely, cause I feel like we were like, when you get on a Harold team, you're on, and, and you know, you were on a Harold team. So, you know, yeah. it's like, it's like, or Stellar, who knows what that means. <laughs> who knows? Right? I'm like, who knows? You're like in the clouds, right? <laughs> like that um, for two years. <laughs> yeah. 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 You've all, you listen, everybody that like got, that got on and <laughs> didn't get cut before the pandemic. Good for them. They could put it on their resume for years right. and years. Cause that's it. <laughs> I hate, and I truly have when, like, I just recently was, uh, uh, not to toot my own horn, but signed with a theatrical agent for the first time. Oh, and congrats. That's, Thank you. And I did lead with that. Like, yeah, uh, a UCB performer, lovable 30s, every man. So, I mean, I will continue to ride that until the theater dies quietly, which it'll probably happen. Yeah, 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 yeah. As it kind of is. Sorry. I'm like, sorry, UCB. We'll probably just hear about it a year later. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Gosh. But uh, I'm sure I'm sure that's how we met. Uh, You've always been someone who has been so friendly and welcoming to me over the years, whether uh, we were just getting to know each other or even just I mean, I got to run into you like during the pandemic handful of times, whether it was a uh, yeah. the grocery store or whatever. Trader Joe's. Yes. I remember Trader Joe's, then Home State, and then yes. like something else. I don't remember. Probably. Again, pandemic brain, but I'm yeah. sure I'm like, I feel like I also like bumped. Also, like I bumped into people, but like, I feel like I had conversations with people too, but since the mask was on and like they, it was like winter, we had, I'm like, yeah. I can't remember some people that I bumped into and I'm like, it's fine. They probably it's, don't know who I was either. It's a it's full okay. disguise, but you're like, oh, they're giving off a friendly energy. I probably know them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but so that's how we know each other. Um, and, yeah. and again, thank you so much for coming on the show. I'm just oh, yeah. any excuse to get to sit down with a friend for a little bit and talk is great. But what do you want to share with the listener about yourself? You're an actor. You're a comedian. You you host a podcast. Like, what do you want to share about yourself? Uh, yeah. So, um, I mean, we, uh, I'm on a, um, I was on a Herald team as well, but I, I'm on a team called, uh, which is not a Herald team, but it's uh, the first and only main stage uh, Latine Latinx show that uh, was ever at UCB. So it's uh, called Spanish Aki Presents, uh, the show. We're SAP. 
And that's me and Oscar Montoya, Carlos Santos, and Tony Rodriguez. Um, the four of us make up SAP. And so, yeah, we used to have a show every first Friday of the month at UCB Sunset. Um, I would say like almost all of them were sold out, maybe like one or two, like in the middle of the summer when it was like dead, dead, but it was still pretty packed. But um, yeah, I'm like, all the shows were like hella great. Um, such amazing performers. Like we brought like some of the biggest probably comedians or actors on the UCB stage in general yeah. and like made me proud that they were like Latinx people that were mm -hmm. the ones that got to represent that like high quality of like, you know, uh, entertainers because we are in Hollywood and it's hard sometimes, sometimes you, you know, you need those big names to like, you know, help support a brand new show that nobody really like knows about. Mm. And you like don't put money behind to like promote and stuff. Um, so yeah, but now we have our show. Uh, we started again now that we're allowed to do live uh, shows. Yeah. Like, I feel like I was like in like grounded in timeout. Um, <laughs> now that we're allowed to do them again, we're doing them now again, every first Friday, except yeah. April is the only one we're not doing. Cause that date was already booked by the venue, um, mm. at a new venue called the, the Paramount LA it's in Boyle Heights. It's Very mostly cool. a music venue. Yeah. We're like their only comedy show. I think right now, um, we just had our first show last uh, two Fridays ago, um, in February. And then we're doing our next show is March 4th. Um, yeah, I'm like, I don't, I'm like, that's what we've been doing right now is SAP. We yeah. also, um, have the podcast as well. Um, that's on the Earwolf network. We're currently on hiatus, but we do have, um, over a hundred and something episodes that you could listen to on yes. Apple podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcast. Um, and yeah, I mean, also acting and writing, directing all that stuff, hustling, uh, I'm like, a very busy yeah. person. Very busy person. Yes. Uh, working out sometimes twice a day, sometimes once. <laughs> Truly um, inspiring too. Like I'll see you post because you do a really good job of sharing about your activity. And I'm like, dang, I need to get back in the gym or like I've been running a lot, but like I haven't been working out since the new year started. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's definitely for accountability for myself, but also like I have like a couple other like girlfriends or like like other threads of like fitness or workout friends or whatever, just IG friends or whatever that is. And um, we just like to like kind of hold each other accountable yeah. a little bit because I think especially like with what we do, like you're saying, like, yeah, like you're busy. And it's like for me, like I've always been that way. Like I'm from Miami, born and raised and like Miami is uh, way faster than LA to me. Like I always say New York is the fastest, like Miami to me feels like the middle. And then I think LA is way slower. Like it's yeah. too chill. And like, I always say everybody aquí is like super tropical. Like they're super chill, like uh -huh. vacay. And I'm like, I feel like that's how Miami should be, but it's not. Everybody's like, corre, corre, like running around. <laughs> um, I, I'm like, also I speak really fast. So I feel like that just makes me feel like I'm doing everything fast. Um, hey, you're helping, you're helping give them, set the mood for these quicker places. It's really yes. working. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. So I'm like, definitely. I feel like we all pretty much have these crazy lives all the time. Um, yeah. so it's nice to like hold the workout accountability. Cause it's not just to like get skinny and strong and whatever, like, that's great. Sure. Like I mm -hmm. do that for my career because I want to have a certain body type so that I can audition for certain things that I feel like I would need to like an action movie or, mm -hmm. you know, something that I would maybe like be able to like try some stunts or whatever that is. But, um, I also feel like it's really important for mental health because a lot of people will like DM me and they're like, Oh my God, like I was feeling really down. And like, I saw your post and I just went for a run or I just, you know, picked up the weights and like, just like 
did a little 30 minute class and I'm like, okay, like I know I'm not a fitness influencer. Thank God. That sounds like too much work, but, (laughs) um, happy that some of it is at least like, you know, inspoing some people little or big, whatever that is. (laughs) Absolutely. I was going to, as soon as you started talking about it, I was going to ask about what it, what, cause you were saying that it's not the only reason you do it isn't just for fitness purposes and for, you know, to be what, what you're saying, prepared for, you know, to go out for certain roles. Yeah. But I was going to ask you about the, I guess the mental health part of it or what it does for you. Cause I, I can relate to that a lot. And that's like a reason mm-hmm. that I feel like I've, I've started posting that I exercise recently and it's, I'm just posting these long runs I've been doing, mm-hmm. but sort of a similar thing. I think, especially in the last couple of years when it's, things have been a lot harder on many of us. Yeah. Um, it has been such a nice thing just to have because it does a lot for my mood. So it's cool to hear that it it holds a similar place for you. Yeah. And it like gets me up early. So like when I do the two a days, I go to, I, I'm doing right now at Echo Park Boxing. And so oh. I go like from seven to eight and like it gets my ass up in the morning, which is good because I'm not a morning person at all. Like I yeah. fucking, my dad used to like have to throw water on my face like, <laughs> to wake me up sometimes because I would just like not I would just go back to sleep like yeah. I was like never the girl that like did her hair for school like nothing like my fucking clothes was always wrinkly or like whatever I was just always tired because I also did a bunch of sports not just in my school but then like in a league and then like yeah. had a bunch of like chores and whatever and then eventually I had a side job as soon as I was like technically legal too, I guess I worked yes. for my father all the time, but I'm like, <laughs> like, but that's different. You ain't got no choice there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think it like gets me out and then like, yeah, like even if I don't hit the morning, like workout mm-hmm. and I'm just going to work out once, like, I'm like, okay, well I already know I'm going to go. Like I'm, I'm, I've been in the house all fucking day. Like I need mm-hmm. to like go and just like, even if it like, and it takes me like the, the other place that I go to is in mission Hills. And you know where I live. Like I live, I live in Silver Lake. So yeah. I drive to mission Hills every single fucking day that I go to wow. that night workout at rise fitness, but the drive isn't that bad. Like it's really like 23 minutes at seven ish oh, okay. or whatever, six ish at night. I don't know why I forget, but anyways, point is that it's not a bad drive and it's worth it. Um, and yeah, I'm like, I feel like finding the right workout spot is also something I would like encourage people. If you like can afford it, great if you can't obviously like just find people online or yeah like, on instagram nowadays the instagram like fitness girls that i follow they like i mean i could i could literally make a whole workout for myself if i'm out of town and i can't do my class as yeah. long as i have the stuff that's awesome do, yeah you, you were talking about accountability for that a little bit do mm-hmm. you prefer to do like a group style workout like going to these classes or do you sort of go and do your thing solo there but you're accountable, like just like in messaging with people. I'm, I'm just curious. Yeah. So for example, like for the boxing, I, that's just more like, like my extra cardio, because I also, I, so I learned, uh, this past year when I started at the new fitness place at rise fitness, um, I found out that I have a very low heartbeat. So like, oh. that's actually, it's good and bad. It's good because it's actually very healthy. Mm. Like I have a very healthy heart. I, I feel like that just comes from like, uh, doing sports my whole life, literally yeah. since like first grade, I like did sports probably kinder, I mean, kindergarten, whatever. Yeah. But like legit, legit, like on teams first grade, I was like in like what three teams or something like that. But, um, uh, I found out about my heart being so like low and I, cause I was like, why? Cause I wear this thing called my zone. I don't know if you know what that is. It's like a like strap that we put like, like under, like I put it like under like 
like on my rib cage kind of, yeah. um, like by my sports bra. And the men also like, they put it, you know, like their same spot mm-hmm. and there's like a screen on the, in the workout class, but I also can do it on my phone if I'm not there. And like, it shows you how hard you're going by the heart rate and your calories and like how, how much like you're working Yeah. and it takes me forever to get to the red, which is like 90%. <laughs> and like, that's like, but then there's like people in the class that I was like, why are they at 90? They're literally just standing. Like they just did like, <laughs> like they just did some RDLs. I'm like with 25s, like it wasn't that heavy or whatever. And I'm like, why? And then I like do something crazier and I'm like still barely at like 70. And that's my, so funny. <laughs> yeah. So like, I will say it's great, but it's also annoying because like I have to work harder to yeah. like burn more calories. Which yeah, you're like, we got to find a sense. different measurement here that's fair to me, okay? Yeah, it's like, okay, so you're really healthy. Um, Your heart is super hardcore. Great. Like, it's going to now we work harder. So that's really why I do the two a day mm-hmm. more than anything. Because if I want to eat how I eat and, like, not give a fuck and, like, I want to wear what I want to wear mm-hmm. or I, can, I have to do more than just, like, strength training because yeah. – that's just not my, like, I'm like, I'm older now. I'm not 15 or 20 anymore. <laughs> Although I'm still going out for 21 year old auditions, but Hell yeah. like, I'm like, you know, I'm like, I'm older. I'm like, I'm no spring chicken as my dad says to me. <laughs> so your body changes. I'm like, I feel like I was saying that to all the young girls this weekend when I was in Miami. Cause they were all like complimenting me and stuff. And I was like, I'm like, bitches, listen, yo guys are in your mid twenties. I'm like, yes. you don't work out. You're just partying every like weekend and eating whatever. Like I was seeing them eat and like, I'm not, I'm never going to judge anybody for what they eat, Yeah, but I'm just like, like, don't tell me you want to do this or wear this, but you can't whatever. And then you're fucking like sloshing fucking like pizzas left and right, <laughs> which I do too. But then a bitch, a bitch woke up the next morning and worked out, you know? Yeah. Uh, so you're I like, feel this like, isn't going to last yeah. forever just to give you all a heads up. Yeah, 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 exactly. So I feel like uh, that's something I also like to tell the youngins when they when they ask, because they look so young. I'm like, or that I'm like, I don't I just a lot of hard work. I'm like, uh, like, I don't know. I don't do anything to my face. That's for sure. But I'm like my body. I work it out. Yeah, I want to eat. Gosh, I well, I'm you know what? People do come to this show, too, for to hear about workout regimens and stuff. I know. Truly, sometimes starting the show, I'm like, I you know, I never know what train I'm gonna get on with somebody, and and it's funny because I see you as we've been talking about, you know, posting. I know you are a very active person physically, but it's mm-hmm. uh, never something we have talked about together. Yeah. So thank you for going down that road with me. Really for sure, it. for sure. Yeah, I know. I feel like so many people are like, you should like, you know, all this, stuff. and like, I do know a lot, but like, mm-hmm. I don't think I could be a trainer. At least I'm like, I don't have the patience to train other people. I don't care about other people's bodies. I only care about mine, like yeah. straight up. Like yeah. literally I told that to my trainer and he was like, well, well I like good that honesty. Trainer. Yeah. He was, he was like, love that. Love that. He's like, I get that. Yeah. Great. Don't be a trainer. That's not the attitude you want. <laughs> well, glad you're, you know, an actor, uh, and a creative. Yeah. Um, well, <laughs> As we should be when we need to be obsessed yeah. with ourselves. Gosh. Well, uh, thank you for taking me down that road. That was really fun. Um, yeah. and anything, I know we were doing a little, uh, plugging earlier, but anything you plug during the show or we'll mm-hmm. do that at the end too, I'll put in the show oh, notes okay, cool. so people can just click a link to anything. Oh, um, sweet. that you have, uh, but let's, uh, before we get into your just generic history with video games, would you just tell the audience what game we're going to talk about a little later? Uh, yes, we are going to talk about my favorite game, which is Tetris. One of the <laughs> all time greats. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> 
uh, I'm really excited about this. Uh, this is a game that I feel like so many people have a connection to. So yeah. I'm really looking forward to hearing from you about your experience. Uh, and uh, inevitably, I'll talk about myself too. <laughs> um, but As you should. <laughs> yeah, it happens a lot. Um, but let's get into your uh, history with games in general. Like I said before, regardless of how like deep or shallow, I'd love to hear. Do you remember mm-hmm. like the first and maybe, you know, staying away from Tetris so we can save it for later. Yeah. Um. Do you remember the first time you like took an interest in a game or even played one early on? Oh, for sure. I remember it was literally, I mean, it's going to age me, but whatever. Um, Nintendo, <laughs> yes. Super Mario Brothers, like the OG Nintendo yep. and um, the duck the duck shooting one duck hunt yeah yes duck hunt. i am a vegetarian i do not approve of shooting them uh <laughs> but digital ducks you're all for shooting. But digital ducks i'm like <laughs> fuck them up um yeah uh yeah i feel like that was my first like experience because mm. that was the first like thing my parents could afford and yes. it was given like as a shared gift to me and my brother mm. um yeah like we weren't really rich we lived like in a duplex and it was like a bunch of us kids and my parents and my abuela too mm-hmm. uh so like me and my brother Rafi had to share all the games he's two years older than me uh-huh. but as um big latino brothers do um they feel like they're in charge of their little sisters and he was the one that would approve of me and tell me when i could play oh, <laughs> and all of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah it was given to both of us but he but he decided to take a little more agency than maybe was given. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, yes, yes. As as an older brother myself, like I look back on myself doing things like that to my poor, sweet younger sister. I'm just like, dear God, I wish I would have just been a little nicer. And oh, that's uh, so nice. My brother doesn't think that at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, it only We're took still me- savages to each other. Oh my gosh! It only yeah, took yeah. me, uh, you know, so many years to figure that out. But that's cool. I love. You know, hearing from you about playing the OG Mario and Duck Hunt, that is yeah. probably won't be super surprising, but a lot of people, myself included, that was my entry into games as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That and then I feel like okay, so like my like I remember again, like I played way more. I'm not I'm not a huge gamer, like I say that all the time, yes. especially on the podcast, because like Oscar's a big gamer. Um, and Carlos also like kind of like like is into games okay. i'm not sure if tony is but for sure oscar i know like you know he does twitch and and he's all been that on stuff a few times. um yeah yeah i'm like he's great he fucking knows his shit um but like the first game that i got was uh super nintendo like for like that was mine like the first um like mo- model i don't know whatever model set i don't know whatever you yeah. call it the but console. that yes console and i remember like uh, I got the like the one that you get that everybody gets like the like again Super Mario Brothers whatever yeah. and then I got the and then I had this one that was called oh, I think it was like baseball simulator or something like it was a yes. baseball one because I played baseball I was I was a I played baseball on an all-boy team um, was yeah. Only, yeah I was on, I was the only girl so I was like oh like I was like I want a baseball one because like yeah. then it'll make me better what a dumb thing you're just, just you know you're just you're not only you were an athlete but you're like i want to get behind the game <laughs> yeah i was so i'm like this is gonna make me better did not but it was fun oh my yeah do you um, can i ask you about baseball yeah. a little bit because yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm a huge baseball fan i just played baseball for the first time since high school last year oh hell yeah in a league oh nice do you, what position did you play or do you remember it all so when I started, I was in first grade. Um, yeah. and so like, that was like T-ball and then, you know, you go like up or whatever to like mm-hmm. coach pitch and all that. I played for them. I feel like I wasn't really good in the beginning. I was really fast. So I yeah. was somebody that like 
I, I know I still, I would always steal a lot of bases like forever, even oh, as yeah. I got older, whatever. But when I was little, that was like my thing. Cause I was really, really fast. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, but I think I played like outfield when I was cool. little, as I got older, um, once we got into like, uh, like the, like, like the other players were pitching. Yes. I continued to just be outfield because, or just like, or sometimes I would like, I would just like hit because uh-huh. they would hit me. And I was I, like, none of the pitchers wanted to be the pitcher that the girl hit off of. Of course. So that's yes. why I eventually, yeah, that's why I eventually quit. Cause I was like, I'm in like sixth grade now. Like yeah. I'm like, I keep getting hit by balls and like my parents were like, not like nervous, but they were kind of like, mm, like, you're really not getting anything out of this. They're just hitting you with the ball. Like you, so you don't rude. get to really play. <laughs> Yeah, it sucked, but I did get, then after the games, I would play the team, the, like all the, like the basketball, like I would play them outside, like basketball. Cause it was in yes. the boys and girls club where we would play and I'll play basketball and like my cleats as my eyes, I waited for like my parents to pick me up or whatever. And I would beat all the boys at least in basketball. Yeah. Like, you don't want to fucking pitch to me. I'll fucking ball you up at least. Um, yeah. I, was, I was a big, big tomboy my whole life. Uh, but yeah, I'm like, so <laughs> I played that, but then real positions when I got older and I played softball with, yeah. um, my girl teams in like middle school and high school. Um, actually I didn't play high school just kidding. Cause it, uh, conflicted with basketball, I believe, mm. um, in middle school, I played catcher and then I also played first base and then I also played shortstop. I kind of played whatever they needed me to. Yeah. I even like pitched a little bit, but I wasn't like those really fast pitchers. It was not, I was not that good. I pitched better overhand than underhand, which is gotcha. Thank Stupid. you for humoring me about your yes. uh, baseball softball experience. <laughs> yes. I'm like, I had to like really think back. I was like, nobody's really asked me this. So. Yeah. And then here's the baseball nerd. To ask yeah. You no, but I love baseball. My boyfriend. Okay. So when I met my boyfriend, I remember in the beginning, I was like, not serious at all. Mm-hmm. I was just like, and I remember I was like, I'm never going to go to a Dodger game because him and his family and all his friends are like huge baseball fans yes. and big Dodger fans. Cause they're from LA. And I was oh. like, I'm literally never going to go to a Dodger game. And he was like, okay, whatever. Fine. Watch. And then as we continued to date we started going and like they're so fun because I never really yeah. went as an adult I just went when I was little with my family back like when Gary Sheffield played for the Marlins oh right my field. gosh like You're that's where I back. sat yeah I sat right field in Joe Robbie Stadium uh by uh Gary Sheffield's uh when he <sighs> when he played for the Marlins back so back cool. back 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 in the day I was little little and um but now with my boyfriend we've been able to experience the Dodger Stadium multiple areas yes. and seats <laughs> that's <laughs> as so an cool. adult <laughs> Gosh. Um, uh, What did you play? I played also sort of all over the place. I wasn't very good as a little kid and also so nice of you to ask me. Um, (laughs) Of course. (laughs) I wasn't good as a little kid. I was, I would even go as far to say I was bad. Um, Okay. But I played, so I probably just got put wherever they could put me and hope the ball wouldn't be hit there. Um, But as I got older, I. There's so many of us that are like that though. Like, let's be real. Come on. Like you see those, you see some of the players and you're like. Oh yeah. Like this is somebody that's like gonna play forever. And then yes. you see like somebody like me, you're like, ah, she's fat or whatever. And you're like, ah, well they'll probably pick up another sport later. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I have like basically pitched my whole life. So I was okay. a pitcher. Um, and then depending on the year, if it's like, Oh, we don't have a shortstop. I play shortstop. Oh, we yeah. don't have a center fielder. I played there. I played first base one year. So kind of anywhere really, but mostly like this last year, I pitched at like every game pretty much. Uh, oh, nice. Yeah. That's cool. Um, I went to the batting cages like right before the pandemic because I auditioned for a league of their own <laughs> and oh I gosh. wanted to send, I wanted to send, I like, I, I wanted like to like practice and then yeah. have footage. 
like just in case they wanted it because uh, I was like I really play yep. um and then so I want my boyfriend that was fun I hit some softballs and then I hit baseballs as well so I did both but I'm like I feel like I haven't like played play actually well mm, I did a commercial with a MLB player uh with uh Giancarlo Stanton yes with I remember Giancarlo this Stanton. that was that was literally when I feel like that was like after Harold that was a while back I'm like because I haven't been on Harold for a while um, but I think it was around that time because yeah. I had just gotten like my, um, my like commercial rep and mm-hmm. I was going out a lot and I went out and I booked that. Um, and that was when he was in Miami Marlins, but yes. I will say something that is very cool about that. Um, not the sidebar too much about baseball, but, uh, so like in the shoot, um, we were, it was like paint, like we had to like paint stuff and throw paint and whatever, like together, yeah. me and him, it was just me and him, the whole commercial. And then there's, they wanted a shot where there's a ball that's like dripping in paint, a baseball mm-hmm. that's dripping in paint and he hits it. And then he was hitting it against this huge canvas that they had in this huge yeah. house. And like, they didn't want him to throw it because then it was just, it was like in the shot, like him doing it yes. himself, like throwing it and then hitting it himself was too much. And then like, there really wasn't anybody else. So I was like, Oh, why don't I just like toss them to him? And they were all like tripping out one because I was a girl and they're like, mm, like I could tell, I, was like, mm, huh. I know you think I can do this. Cause I'm a girl. I'm like, I like, just tell me where you want it. And then I was like, when they weren't paying attention, I was like, all right, Giancarlo, like, where do you want it? All right, here, try. And Let's I literally just, and they're like, Oh, okay. She knows what she's <laughs> doing. And I'm like, it's very simple. It's just a little lob, like yeah. just a little lob. Any, anybody could do it. You do not have to play baseball really to do this. Just practice a couple times. And so that was really cool. Cause I was like, I got to lob a ball and it got hit by like the One home of the run derby best home run year. hitters out yeah. there. Yeah. That was pretty cool. It is really cool commercial. I've definitely, I remember you posted it, but I've definitely seen it a few times and it was always really exciting to see it pop up and see you with him. Oh, hell yeah. I know. Now he's on a Marlin. So I'm like that commercials no more. Yeah. Oh man. Um, <laughs> All that, all that came from you playing the baseball simulator game. Yeah. Literally you see, I'm like, yeah, I can go off on tangents. Hey, same here. Uh, it's a problem that I have. Um, anything after that, that you remember playing or anything, I guess that was like, uh, um, memorable for you. Yeah. I liked the Mario Kart. Nice. I'm like big Mario fan. I feel like all of mm-hmm. those, like I played like me and my little brother once beat the regular, like when we were little, like, I feel like after like a year of having it, we got really yeah. good. And as like Mario and Luigi or whatever, obviously he was Mario. I had to be Luigi. Um, <laughs> but, but, um, uh, yeah, we beat like the game. We were like, Oh shit. Wow. Like, that was cool. Um, but yeah. And then we did like the super Mario brothers, uh, the, the racing one. I'm mm-hmm. like, what else? Oh, there was one that I really liked that was like the what is it? The Bugs Bunny, but like the oh. little tiny tunes. Yes, tiny tunes. I think they it's called game. Buster Bust Loose or something. I know something. this game. It's great. I had that one. Yeah, I had oh. that one. And then I feel like that's pretty much it. Honestly, yeah. like other than Tetris on like Game Boy or like other, like I would play Tetris and like other wherever, like if it was yes. like in like, a, I don't know, like a Dave and Buster's type of thing where they have like the arcades, they also have them. Um, I'm like, I don't know, Snake on my Nokia. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I legit like, yeah, I'm like, I don't, I legit just like once I got, once I was like in middle school, mm-hmm. like I, I was more into like just playing sports outside oh, yeah. and like just going out with my friends and stuff. Cause nice. I mean, it is Miami. So at 15, you're like going to clubs if you're yeah. a girl, especially, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, you, did you mention anything to me about like, uh, like observing or playing anything in the last couple of years? I, I, 
wasn't sure if you'd like watched like your boyfriend or someone play something. Yes. So my boyfriend play like he's he I'm like during the pandemic as many boys and men or whatever did. I'm like, I feel like it was definitely very uh, people that identify as male. Yes. Um, or are male, whatever. Uh, they were all up on the call of duty, like call of duty, COD. It was just like I would watch. I would just binge my shows while he would like play with his friend but I think it was cool because like you get to do it with people from all over the world like Mm -hmm. he was playing with a friend from Canada and like another friend that lived in like I don't know like Chicago or somewhere I don't know or like if they traveled or whatever that was you know so I think that's cool you got to like have like a weird like type of human connection even though it was like virtual yeah um and I I I've watched with him uh Nick Merckx I've watched Ninja I've watched uh oh god what's the other guy fuck I forget his name um some other big streamer. This, this guy, he's a black, he's this young black kid with a, it starts with the letter S. I forgot. I follow him on Twitter too. I'm like, I'm huh. not super, I don't know it as much, but because yeah. of my boyfriend, I have learned a lot of the Twitch people. And I think what's more fascinating to me about Twitch and these Twitch gamers is how much fucking money they get paid yeah. to motherfucking play video games. Like there are kids right now that like are our age, like, and they're are not kids, are adults that are our age. And they're like, fuck, if I would have just fucking stuck to gaming, yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, years. like Ninja was, yeah, he was making like 500 K or something crazy, like a month or so. I don't know what he told me one day. And I was just like, that is crazy. Like that is that little fucker is making so much money. And then they show their houses and like their gyms and all these things. And I'm like, damn, good for wow. you. But also damn. Yeah. Like, that's, such a like that's just such a new world to me like I felt like such a vieja like learning about it yeah (laughs) like super super duper I would have not known if it wasn't for my boyfriend like because Oscar would mention Twitch before and I was like I don't know the fuck he's talking about yeah now I really understand yeah a little bit a little bit more it's a really it (laughs) is a really interesting and crazy world and even as someone who has enjoyed games my whole life I'm still most of the time feel like coming back to a place as well where I'm like how is this possible yeah. like it's it's the world's changing and it's changing too fast in front of me um yeah well thank you for walking me down your you know just gen- gen- general history mm-hmm. with video games we're gonna take a quick break but then when we come back we'll talk all about your experience with tetris Welcome back to Call Me By Your Game. Of course, here to discuss Tetris with Raisa Licea. Welcome back. Yeah. All right. So let's, uh, before we actually ask you about your personal history with mm-hmm. this game, I would, I'm just going to share a little bit of general history and context about it. I'm sure the listener is familiar. This is one of the most like popular, uh, widely accessible games ever. But for the heck of it, I'll get into the Game Boy version. Um, yeah. If you want to, interrupt at any time go for it i mean okay i'm like i don't i'm like i don't know i don't know all the deets of it but it's all good i've this is interesting (laughs) i've got it ready to go just in case so all right um tetris uh is a puzzle video game developed and published by nintendo for the game boy in 1989 it is a portable version of alexi pajitnov He's a Russian guy, so trying my best there. Uh, original Tetris and was bundled with the North American and European releases of the Game Boy itself. So this thing 
came packed in with the Game Boy, which was kind of a genius move because it's like such a fun game to just pick up and play at any time. So, oh yeah. So is that why it came with it? That makes yes. sense. Kind of so like the, the Mario ones. I feel like they also came with it. Or they, no, ca- they? they would come with like like the Super Nintendo that you got probably came with Super Mario World. Kind yeah, of like exactly. Thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's smart. That's how you get them. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, it's the first game that uh, was compatible with the Game Link cable, which I don't know if you ever had that, but it's a little cable you could connect two Game Boys with. So you would oh, no. com- play like, that's how people traded Pokemon back in the day. Um, oh, I but, never got into Pokemon, but I, I know it, it's still huge. Yeah. <laughs> bigger than ever. Um, and, Seriously. uh, the, well, what's the next thing here? Oh, a pack in, oh, the game link cable is a pack in accessory that allows you to connect two game boys. Um, a colorized remake of the game was released for the game boy color titled Tetris DX and a Nintendo 3DS virtual console version of Tetris was released in December, 2011. Um, but you could not connect your games together like you could originally. But this is one of the most popular games ever. There are so many versions of it. You can get it on your phone. You can get it on your computer and a browser. Now, I don't know if you've heard of this, but there is a version for the Nintendo Switch called Tetris 99, where you're playing against 98 other people at the same time. So as you like clear a line it gets ready to like stack it on someone else's Tetris screen that they're looking at. So you're like, it's kind of like a battle Royale. Like you get eliminated as you're playing. It's Damn. kind of, it's intense, but it's really fun. I'm like, yeah, I've never played those types at all. Yeah. It's so there's so many different versions of this thing out there, but that's really it for the history and context of the Game Boy oh, version. Cool. Um, For you, do you, <laughs> when you, uh, like, did you get a Game Boy and play this game? Do you remember how it sort of came into your life at all? I, you know, I don't, I don't think it was mine. I think it was also my brother's. Yes. And I think it was like one of those things where like I was allowed to use it sometimes too, or we shared it maybe. But mm-hmm. uh, I just, I remember, I remember like, I feel like he was like already like upgrading to like something bit better, like Sega or something. Oh, sure. I think he got like Sega Genesis or something. I don't know. I think that was like after or whatever. And then like, I kind of just was like, it was kind of like, all right, here, hand me down. And then I would just play it. But like, again, I didn't play it as much as mm-hmm. most people probably that are really into gaming and stuff like that did. But I mean, that was like the game that I just love to play. And then like when I got an iPhone, I eventually downloaded Tetris, but it just that shit's addicting. I'm like, which is crazy because this is like I feel like Instagram's addicting, TikTok is mm-hmm. all these other things are so fucking addicting. And at least Tetris feels like it's making my brain work. Um yeah. but it's it's yeah, I'm like, it's so addicting. I just recently played it actually, literally on the airplane on mon- on Monday because I had like tw- you know, like when they're landing and then they just like keep talking or whatever and like so you can't really watch something because they keep pausing it and I was like I had like 12 or 15 minutes left until we landed but like that's like all I had and I was like ADD I need to do something so I just was like I went to their games I was like oh Tetris perfect I'm gonna talk about this this week oh just on like the like in one of the seats on the screen yeah oh my gosh that's see it's even available on airplanes yeah (laughs) that's really cool um do it's funny. I do. I feel like I find myself doing similar things on that, like descent on a plane ride. I would oh. just to like pass the time, whether it's Tetris or like 
solitaire is a similar thing that I would just like pull up on my phone uh, yeah. to play, but so I can relate to that. Um, okay. Oh, I did like solitaire too. That was a fun like game to play on the computer. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, in the classic uh, when you win the cards, just like jumping around. The yeah. Screen they go and all crazy. That stuff. Yes. 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 As, as far as Tetris goes, do you remember, or even from like you, you know, playing on the plane recent, like this last week, mm-hmm. do you remember what was, fun about it for you was it the addictive nature was it just like do you get a satisfaction out of placing the blocks together I'd love to hear oh yeah I feel like it's part like it's like a bunch of things like the satisfaction Mm -hmm. of like it going like being like bling and then it just goes away like I love that because I'm like yes or like I the satisfaction of just like when you move something that you know you have to like you have like that one second to move it to fit because it's yes. like one of the the like t ones or what, i'm like i don't know i'm literally giving you the middle finger trying to show you but you know what <laughs> no, i mean like i, I need to just see the that. purple the purple t whatever i think yeah. it's purple in the color version at least it was on the plane um and like using i'm like i love like oh i didn't use the box or like the one the stick for just like whatever like i really yes. saved it to use it or like when you like uh also, when you get like a big, because like sometimes, like I feel like the more as an adult, like I'm like I'm not as competitive because I'm mm-hmm. like I don't really care yeah. what my scores or whatever. But sometimes I I like fuck I'd be like all right I'm gonna do everything like I'm gonna just like stack it up so much on one side and then like so that when I get that one stick or those two, it's just like a huge chunk that gets like deleted. Yeah. I don't even know how the points work. I don't even know. It's like the faster you go down. I have no idea how the point system works, but I always try to push it down really quick and put it in like perfectly. Yes. Um, But yeah, I I feel like that's part of it. (laughs) I love that. I mean, it's so fun to hear. This is, you know, as popular as the game this is, and as much as I've also sort of been playing it at different periods of my life, I never talked to anybody about it. So hearing you like talking even about your strategy, like saving the long one or, or like stacking it up on one side is really, uh, it's just, I don't know why it's just fun for me to hear. Yeah. Cause I feel like everybody has different, mm-hmm. like I've played it with people watching too, you know, like, with people, yeah. like, you know, like, or whatever. And it's like, no, do that. And I'm like, and everybody has such different, like everybody's brain works so differently too. Yeah. So some people, you know, like might not like that. Like they're like, just like, get it in, get it in, get it like immediately. Mm-hmm. doesn't care. Boom, 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 whatever. Or like some people do like this jacket, like crazy. And then just like, hope that you get a good one. And, or if you know, if you can see the the one that's coming, because in the computer game, it let you, in the, sorry, in the, in the plane, it let me see like the next three that were coming. So yes. that was cool too. But when it doesn't, you have no fucking clue. Then that's like more fun, I feel. Yeah, it's interesting whether like I I feel like when I do play a version that has a few on the side that's previewing for you of the next blocks you're getting, I I don't always pay attention to it because I think mm. I'm usually just a that little too. focused on what block do I have now and what am I gonna do with this? Yeah, yeah. Especially as it starts going faster. I'm like, mm-hmm. that does get me anxious when it starts going faster, I'm like fuck. <laughs> yeah. Uh and it's just getting higher and higher your stack. Are you mm-hmm. like do you remember at all if you have been like precious about, oh no, it's got to be perfect. Every block has to fit in. Or will you just throw like something on there? Cause you're like, I got to find a place for this. I start off as perfect as possible, but mm-hmm. inevitably like it's a, it's a game. So they're going to throw you the ones that they know, like whatever, however that algorithm works on that yeah. shit. Like I know that they're like, it's the point is to fuck with you, obviously. 
So I'm like, there are points where like, oh, fuck, I got to put it here or whatever. Like you fuck up uh-huh. like one and then you're like, oh, great. There's going to be like seven more like until I can like actually like have this uh, be deleted or whatever. I don't know what it's called when it like just disappears. Yeah. When you like clear your like clear, a line yeah. or something. Yeah. When you clear line. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So I'm like, I feel like try to be perfect because I'm OCD about that, but but I'm like, there's, it's it's good. I feel like it's good for the OCD where like sometimes it fucks up and it's like, okay, well like now you got to figure it out. Like you have no choice. You're in this. Yeah. Like uh, (laughs) what are you going to do now? How are you going to handle this? And Uh, I, I feel like I have a similar tendency as you where I'm just like, it's got to be perfect. It's got to be manicured. And then when it's not, I'm like, oh, this is uncomfortable for me. Yeah. 100%. (laughs) I'm like, it drives me nuts. It's like, uh, like I hate when the cabinets, like when doors or drawers are open or like Mm -hmm. in the kitchen, when the cabinets are open, like drives me nuts. Like if I like, I've walked into people's homes and like, like, oh yeah, we're all in here. And like, we have to pass by the kitchen. And like, I let them walk and I'm like, and I just start (laughs) shutting their doors. They're like, are you okay? I'm fine. I love the knobs. Just checking out your beautiful cabinets. I'm like, I just had to walk up. Like I just had to walk by them. I have to shut all of them. So hard not to. That is so good. Your your mind was perfectly made for this game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I I really love that. Uh, <laughs> is it's this is one of those games that sometimes when talking to a friend uh, when they come on the show about a game, like I, I want to ask about like their favorite parts of it. But this is pretty simple, and it's yeah. not that it goes the same every time, but just in case there's a listener out there who's not familiar, you get. I think it's maybe like six or seven different shaped blocks Mm -hmm. that you, once you can, uh, in your little space, make a whole line across like a row, then it will, this probably isn't even making sense. Then it'll clear that line and the block. We're like in this line and this block and this thing. (laughs) Yes. They're like, what is this more? We don't know what what words are for this though. Apparently not, which is maybe what makes Tetris great is easier to just see than to be described but yeah it you know especially for the original game boy game there there are some different modes there are some different like music you could even choose from um but yeah i mean as far as the music goes like it's really iconic uh but i feel like when i talk to people some people hate it like it's stressful to them but i like like hearing that them bum 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 uh, what, yeah. How do you feel about it? I'm like, I'm indifferent. I don't care. I'm like, I honestly, like, I feel like I had to play on mute a bunch because yes. I was doing it in front of people and I didn't want to have to hear somebody say, Raisa, turn that shit off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like it was on silent a lot. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, I'm like, no, yeah, the music didn't bother me. Okay. I, I feel like now would be a good podcast game. Like you could just okay. throw on a podcast you're listening to yeah. and not even hear the music of it just yeah 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 I yeah I feel like yeah I like that like it's just something that you could just also just like sit and like get like throw like like it's again like back back in the day when like the snake was on the Nokia's yes like you would just see everybody like in waiting rooms just like doing that because it's like I don't know like it was like the first like type of active thing kind of that you could play I feel um that was entertaining and like yes. sucked you in by the competitiveness of like the strategy of it, I guess. I don't know, but yeah, I'm like, music didn't bother me. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> Interesting. I, I can't remember who I'm thinking of. Cause I would call them out so hard if I could, but I do remember a friend was like, I can't hear that. It, it stresses me out. Um, 
That means they sucked at Tetris. They're yeah, loser. Um, you were sort of talking about like, you know, playing it on silent, uh, mm -hmm. just so people wouldn't ask you to turn it, to turn the music off. <laughs> that, that leads me into being a little curious about any context that you remember. Like, I would assume you were playing this as a kid. Like, I mm -hmm. think that was your brother's Game Boy. Yeah. Um, and is there anything you remember about like what was going on in your life or like when you would play this, like what you would be doing? Were you traveling? Were you just at home? Any memories that pop up to you? Yeah. I mean, our parents were like, not like super duper strict, but they were not like super into us playing video games as mm -hmm. much again. Like they were more like go outside and play, go outside and play, go sweat, go get tired. Cause we're a big family. We're six kids. So like at some point, like there's always like a couple that are hyper and like, you yes. gotta like tire us out. Um, <laughs> and so I feel like for sure, like when we would travel, because yeah. we had like this like van that we would like, like from Miami, we would like drive to like, if we did a family trip or visited like family in other parts of Florida. Um, and we had the Game Boy, but we also had the Nintendo or Nintendo's or whatever, 64. I don't know Ooh. at what point in the van. Cause it was like one of those little vans that had like the little TV, like those Hell old yeah. school ones, but you know what I mean? Oh yeah. Um, and so like my brother would always like, again, pull rank and he would get to play like before me or like if he, his friends were over him and his friends would play. So like mm -hmm. I couldn't play. So I feel like I just always mostly had it when he was playing and I couldn't play the like more main yeah. game, but yeah, I'm like, I feel just like waiting. Like it wasn't so, like, I would never get home and be like, I've got to play my game boy. Yeah. Like, never in my <laughs> life. Like never. Like I was like, I got to get home. I got to take a shower. I got to eat. I got to do my homework. And then I got to go ice my knees or like put Epsom salt on my heels because I have a game tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> so. That makes sense. And I feel like as even like someone from uh, like myself who really likes playing Tetris, it's also less so now, but it, it's definitely mostly like, oh, I've got 15 minutes. I don't know what I'm going to do before I got to leave for this thing or like about 10 minutes. I'll turn on Tetris or mm -hmm. yeah, like maybe waiting for like a doctor's appointment or something. It's a, yeah. it's a good, and I don't say that to like disparage the game because I think it's phenomenal. It's yeah. really simple, but it's really fun. But yeah, it's good to like occupy your time a little bit. Yeah. Cause I feel like it's not like a game that you're like, okay, like I'm in level four now. Like I've got to, <laughs> like, I'm dying to get to level five or I can't beat level four. It's taking me for like, it's just like, I just, I never cared. Like I was never like about a big score. Like I never cared. Like it was just yeah. like fun. Like I truly was not, I was like more competitive with myself. Like, oh, that one was a bad game, whatever. And then like the next one, I was like, I'm not going to fuck up this time or whatever that was. Totally. I don't even think I could tell you because I know as you play the game that it does clock when you get a certain score. So it will uh, move you move the speed up a little bit. So the blocks will fall a little quicker. Yeah. But I almost don't even generally notice when you go up a level because the game is just continuing to go. And I'm sort of just like really locked in and focused. Um, yeah. I don't, I, I don't know about you, but I, as someone who would describe themselves as often distracted, yeah. Tetris is kind of, it feels nice for me because it's a moment where I can feel like I'm more in control 
and like I'm actually focused. Do you relate to that at all? Or you're like, no, yeah. I don't have a trouble being fo- any trouble being. No, focused. I do. I have ADHD. <laughs> like, okay. like I take Adderall. Uh, I literally just started two months ago. Congrats. Um, thank you. I'm like, uh, yay, healthcare system finally. Yeah, geez. Could have used but, this. Yeah, like years ago. Um, but yeah, I do think it helped me focus. I, okay. I think it does help me focus. Yeah. Cool. I would agree. Yeah. Awesome. I was just sort of curious about that. Um, do you remember at all? Is this something that like, like would your brother and other, like other siblings like want to play this game or was it just sort of something that you would be drawn to if you remember? You know, my big sister, Danya, she loves Tetris. So like when, yeah, when we like, when we like when iPhones first came out and like, I remember she got like a phone, I think she, she for sure got an iPhone. She's bigger than me, whatever. She got it like before me or whatever. Yeah. Like she got it. And like, when I got it down and like, we would like play it together. <laughs> like, oh, like nice. I was like, like if we went to like the salon or something or whatever, and I was like, Oh, I don't want to like read another mag or whatever. Like you could, um, we, then we both like, we definitely had like an addicted phase where like we were doing a bunch of stuff together, uh-huh. but like whenever we would like have an appointment or whatever that was like, we definitely like would just be on it playing probably again. But like, that's like more like it's, I'm like, it sounds like it's a lot, but it really wasn't. But for me at the, at the time I would say it is. <laughs> It yes. was or whatever. That's cool. Yeah. It's fun mm-hmm. to hear that it's a, it, this is one of those games. I'm just sort of ha- making an observation here that you don't have to like, you can really pick up and play and it's like riding a bike. It, yeah. it there are certain, especially as, as I detailed to you earlier, I have a problem with video games. I really like them. I mean, I host a freaking podcast on them. Mm-hmm. So, but there are, there are certain types of games that I feel like even if I've played it before, getting back into it takes a lot of reminders and learning. And oh yeah, what does this button do? Whereas Tetris, it's like you can really put it in your hands and it's like you're back almost. Yeah. Oh, 100 percent I feel like that. Yeah. The only thing that sometimes is annoying is like when you play it like in an arcade version or like mm-hmm. even like the playing it on the airplane, because yeah. um like you have like they had like they have like a tiki what do you call it um I'm like my family used to call the remote control tiki tiki so I always say that uh, oh, that's yeah cute. Remote, I'm like I just said it remote control yeah the remote control like that's like connected or whatever to oh, the airplane yeah. um because you can use that like I love to use that instead of having to like touch the screen for everything yes. so like I love that they have that because that would be way more annoying if I had to like do it with my fingers or whatever but oh that'd be terrible that was also like a different like so you're kind of like learning different like thumb and hand stuff, which I yes. feel is important to be quick or whatever. So like, I definitely wasn't that great on that one. Cause it was not familiar to me, Yeah. but when you, if it is a game boy, like way easier, but like, I've also played it like on like account, like they have it like on regular, like game stuff and yeah. like on computer. I played it in like so many different things, but the game boy is the best. Like that one is just like, so like internally, like in my brain that I just pick it up and remember it. I think same for me too. I just need a little control pad and two buttons. And like, yeah. that's where I'm most comfortable at least. Uh, yeah. Interesting. Um, well, so I do have some fun post show segments uh, to walk us through, but I did want to just like leave it open for you. If you had any last thoughts on Tetris or any memories that were tied to it, or if you just wanted to tell us just like sort of what place this game held for you um, before we move on. I don't know. I feel like I was always really good at it. So it was always like a good, a cool game to be like, well, I'm good at this. Yeah. <laughs> everybody else was so focused on all the other ones. Um, and even again, like as an adult, like when I talk to friends, like they'd be like, oh yeah, I love, I'm like, I suck. I'm like, oh, I was so good at it. It was the only one. So like, mm-hmm. I guess I'm like, it's one of those things that I, like, I feel like, like I, 
like I hate, I would always be like, I hate soccer, but that's because I'm bad at soccer. Yes. Because I never was taught <laughs> soccer. Also soccer was during basketball season. So like, I never was ever like going to be able to play mm. it. Right. So like, I just was like, fuck you soccer. Like, yeah. But like for no reason, other than the fact that like, I couldn't play it in high school because it conflicted. And then in like forever before that, I just sucked. Like, yeah. so like I'm not coordinated for that. So I feel like because I was good, the point is because I was good at that. I think yes. like I liked it more. Um, cause you like what you're good at. Right. Uh, Absolutely. um, and I'm like, no, I just wish that I'm like, I'm like, now it makes me want to download it again, instead of like being on Instagram for certain things. I'm like, now, as I said that earlier, I'm like, I feel like that's more fun, but it's going to give me more carpal tunnel to just our fingers. We're all, your fingers around. all of us are going to like, like, like everybody, like in their, like from like mid twenties to like mid thirties or forties, even like, I feel like we're all like, gonna have carpal tunnel in our entire hand and fingers at such a younger age because all we do is computer and fucking phone like I I don't know about you that's another thing I think about the gamers all the time like I would ask my boyfriend I'm like but do like people come to your house and massage their fucking hands and their back because like if I was that rich I'd have a fucking weekly like hand massage and like back massage because like that's like so much work it's so much like they have to have like like I have calluses from like lifting. They have to have mm-hmm. calluses from playing. Like they have to, like, it's inevitable. Like, I think you're I, probably I wanna, right. I want to see, I want to see all their hands. <laughs> like, I want to see like a two, like a day in the life video where it's like, they're getting pampered for all their gaming skills. And yes, yeah, to see yes. that would be really fun. And then I'd be jealous to be like, that looks really nice. Yeah. Uh-huh. And you're like, fuck, must be nice. You're making us money. Get to pamper yourself. Okay. Well, you have a couple calluses. It's fine. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, I do relate to you though on like, I think we use so many devices and different kinds, whether it's like clicking a mouse or holding our phones. I, do you ever, this is like so off topic and I promise we'll move on in a second, but I noticed for a while that like my, I think I was developing some, I don't know if it was carpal tunnel, but something where I, cause when I would hold my phone, I'll try to show you on the zoom. Um, I would like put my pinky below it to like support it. But then after a while, I started to notice that like, I was like having pain on my pinky down there because it's not designed to hold the weight of a phone. Like your pinky doesn't bend that way. So that's why those popper things are so good, but they're so ugly and they stick on your phone and it's gross. And I hate that about them. I've never, I've never had one because I usually have like a magnet for my car. Yeah. I never, I never put one on either, but like what I, what happens to me a lot is like, like, cause I'm on my phone a lot for work mm. or like for, you know, social media stuff for SAP yeah. or, you know, even my stuff, like you have to fucking post sometimes a bunch just to fucking, you know, keep up with the stupid algorithm algorithm nowadays. Um, I feel like mine was like, let me see. I'm like, I think it's like, the, like my thumb, like my thumb, like where my oh, thumb yes. is here. Like, it's just like, cause it's either here like that or like mm-hmm. that. So I'm just like, I feel like that's where I start hurting. Like on the, okay. my thumb, the most, I don't We're, know. <laughs> I think you and I are rapidly aging as this podcast goes on. I know. <laughs> like we all, all we did was talk about our like oldness and pain. yes we're young we're in our early 30s we yes. are young uh fit people anyway um, yeah <laughs> super think, fit super young yeah you can catch uh you can see us uh, being athletic around town um well we're, we'll get into some post show segments but thank you for sharing about okay. your history with tetris that was Hell really yeah. fun to get to hear from yeah. you and connect with you on that game because it's a really special one to me too but yeah definitely um First, I will get us into the fact me by your game segment. And that's where I just am going to share a couple fun facts with you um, about this game. These on the show could be Easter eggs, cheat codes, uh, trivia. Today, I've just got some um, fun facts for you. Um, 
the first one I have titled Indestructible Game Boy. Now, uh, technically, this is a game more of a Game Boy fact than has anything really to do with Tetris, but but bear with me. Um, during the Gulf War, there was a Game Boy that was recovered, uh, which had survived a bombing during Operation uh, Desert Storm. Uh, for years, it was displayed at the Nintendo uh, World Store in Times Square, New York. And let me, I'm actually going to send you uh, a picture of this. Uh, I should, I thought I had the link prepared, <laughs> prepared before. There we go. Um, I'm going to send you, you have your phone with you, right? I do. Let me go ahead and. Uh, oh, you're going to text it? Yeah, I'm going to, I think that'll okay. be faster, but okay. let's see. There you are. All right. But just so you can see what this thing looks like. Um, all right. So it should be there shortly. This Game Boy still runs. It looks like it is charred all over the outside. People who are familiar with uh, Nintendo might even know about this thing. Um, but the game that's running in it is Tetris. And it they would just have it hooked up at the store and it, you could just see it running. I don't. I don't think, I think it's taking forever to send on my end, but, um, oh, it, it maybe oh, there it goes, through. there goes, sorry. I'm like, no. literally that's weird. I just got like four text messages at the same time. Oh, so really? that's, I'm like, maybe cause Popular. I had my phone no, 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 no. Literally just like from like a work thread. But, oh, okay. Yeah. But like, I'm like, but I was like, I'm just kind of like, I'm like, Oh wait, what happened? Um, let me see. Oh, wow. So that thing, uh, as much as it, it survived a bombing and it was, uh, apparently indestructible and just still running Tetris. So there's that, um, the second fact I have for you, uh, is that this is the first video game ever played in space. So oh. in 1993, Tetris boldly went where no video game had gone before when, uh, Russian cosmonaut Alexander Serebrov. Um, forgive the pronunciation there, brought his Game Boy and Tetris cartridge aboard uh, a, a rocket that they were taking on some Russian space mi mission. Um, and to, what he said when asked about this was, during flight and rare minutes of leisure, I enjoyed playing the Game Boy. And the game he brought with him was Tetris. So, hey, first game in space. Uh, congratulations, Tetris, I guess. That's tight. Uh, that's, a, that's cool to be the first of something. Yeah. <laughs> Especially um, with space. Yeah, really. No, 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 everybody. Now everybody wants to be the first. All yeah. these billionaires. Yeah. The well, first billionaire to uh, bring an NFT to space. Uh, gosh, just punch me in the face. Yeah. Um, did you, did do, do you, if, what do you think, like Elon Musk? Like, what do you think Elon Musk and what would be Jeff Bezos? What would be both of the games if they can uh, pick one to take up there? Since is, you know so many other games, I know like you're not, this isn't a question thing, but. No, this is fun for it, me. I, yeah, because like you this. know this stuff. I'm like, I have no fucking, I don't know. I'd be like Tetris, everybody. Uh, <laughs> well, if they had a, uh, if they had Just take class. Nick Merckx, just take Nick Merckx, put him in your backpack. Yeah. Him. Like watch him play in space. <laughs> Gosh, I would say I feel like Elon Musk, he's like super into like, uh, you know, corny memes that aren't really mm -hmm. funny. So like Fortnite would be the game I think he would pick Okay, because um, that's God, really I literally like, don't understand Fortnite. It's dancing, right? There, it's actually like a shooting building game, but they do silly oh. dances. And oh. that's so that's why I think he would pick that is because it's known for its like pop culture and meme stuff um well, yeah isn't that what why how neat how ninja got big because he was good i at think Fortnite? so i yeah. think that was the one yeah i want to say yeah um and then for bezos 
Oh, it'd probably be something really fucked up. Uh, <laughs> like, like, uh, like, uh, I don't know. It's a way to profit off of your employees and not give, not let them a union busting game. <laughs> I don't actually have a okay. game pitch. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, the anyway, that'll bring us to the end of the fact me by your game segment, and then I'll bring us to the last one: the game recommendations. Uh, this is my one forced tie into the movie "Call Me by Your Name," where oh, okay, I'm going to treat Tetris as your passionate summer love and recommend three games to you that I think might be good next flings for okay. you to have. Okay. Um, just keeping Tetris in mind. So the first one is if you want, uh, to play a, a puzzle game that has cute, you need more animation. You need, you want some cuteness to it. Cute okay. I'll recommend to you a game that was actually on the super Nintendo, uh, called oh. Kirby's avalanche, um, which is just a, just a, a basic puzzle game, but you probably know Nikki Osborne. Oh yeah. I know Nikki. Yeah. 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 Very, Nikki yeah, very well. She's came on in the fall and talked about this game. Um, okay. But uh, there's one, if you, uh, you know, what you really are missing from Tetris is you want to be shooting a little bit. You want to shoot your puzzle pieces around. Okay. <laughs> there's a game called uh puzzle bobble that I'll recommend to you. Just another, another silly little puzzle game. Uh, I'm just going to drop a few of these in your, okay. and feel free to never think about them after this podcast again. Okay. Um, but the last one is if you want, it's funny, you were, this is interesting. You were talking about, you know, uh, the one, I think you said the rise gym that you, Oh yeah. 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 Rise, rise fitness. That's my, my gym that I go to at night. They could just change it to your name. If they were really, were <laughs> I mean, honestly, everybody, switch. I, I've been pitching my name to my friend Kayla for, um, her last two babies and she is having another baby. And I was just like, listen, Risa, Risa, yeah. Rogers. It sounds great. Yes, <laughs> I'm like, it's just a bit, but I love that. Yeah. I bring it up every time. This is your third and last chance, Kayla. <laughs> yeah. Kayla, um, that's it. But oh, puzzle bobble. Okay. All right. So it's a, it's a, one. You could, there's probably like free browser versions of it, but the last <laughs> one I have for you is if like your experience at the gym, you want your game to read your stress levels, I'll go ahead and recommend to you Tetris 64. Now, this game was a just, you know, a Nintendo 64 version of Tetris, but they actually came out with this, uh, this weird attachment to the controller where it would was actually like a pulse reader that you would put on your finger. So as you play the game, the more your heartbeat raised, the faster the game would get, which oh. it seems like a really like a recipe for disaster and would be too much. But there you go. If you need more stress, I mean, Tetris. listen, clearly I, I spoke about my heart earlier. Who knew? Who knew this would it, come in? And knowing play? your, you know, low heart rate, it'd probably just stay at a very chill level. Yeah, so probably this is the game for you. Yeah. 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 I'm like, I got to check that one. I need a Game Boy. Somebody donate me a Game Boy. I want an old or maybe not an old one. Do they have like a new, like not slow? Like, I feel like an old one would just be super slow we like could, at this point. It would actually probably work great. And I'm going to oh, really? keep you in mind because uh, I actually do. I need to just give you, I think I actually have an extra copy of Tetris cool. on the cool. game. So I think we need to find a way to get that to you. Okay. Um, yeah. Maybe the next time I run by your house, I'll just yeah. like <laughs> to drop it. it. You're yeah. like running with like a fucking like Game Boy in one hand and a Tetris. It's like, oh, wait, this, <laughs> this is my dream day. Yeah. Um, well, 
that'll bring us to the end of the game recommendations and Risa, that will actually bring us to the end of the show. So um, thank you so much again for taking the time uh, to do this and hang out with me for a little bit today. It was so fun to hear from you. Yeah. Um, likewise. Thank you. What mm-hmm. do you want to, I know we've plugged some stuff earlier, but what do you want to plug again or on your way out and how can people find or support you? Yeah. Um, well I do post everything at least on my story. Um, on, I'm like, I'm bad about the feed. I'm like, I need to get better about that. Um, but you can follow me on Instagram and on Twitter with the same handle name, uh, at Raisa Licea, R-A-I-Z-A-L-I-C-E-A. I spell it because it's a weird name for most people. Um, a great yeah. name. Yes. <laughs> and then, so they can find, they can find me there. Also, if you want to support um, my Latinx Latine team and our shows and our podcast you can follow us at uh at spanish aki presents there on my ig a bunch so you can also find it from my stuff if you go to my page um and like i said we do have the podcast wherever you listen to the podcast just look up spanish aki presents and also um we are if you are in LA or you want to drive or fly out to LA because <laughs> what else would you want to do right why go to disneyland when you could come to a improv comedy variety show oh now i'm listening Woo, baby <laughs> um yeah we have our shows every first friday of the month we just had our first one like i said in january i'm sorry in february and then our next show is coming up in like what two and a half weeks march 4th um we have huge guests we just had melissa fumero from brooklyn 99 and a bunch of other amazing like stand-ups and performers and this month we have julio macias who's on on my block the selena series promised land and like a bunch of other stuff and you know frankie quinones um doris anai like uh who, sasha mercy is doing stand-up and we have uh, sap doing improv as well i'm like i hope i didn't forget anybody um i'll uh, dub it in right here uh just so here's the moment where anyone we forgot will their name will be said yes um and yeah like it's a it's at the paramount in Boyle heights we're supporting a latinx neighborhood and venue um so yeah check us out if you're ever in la um it's it's only it's only a 20 dollar ticket and uh we we bring you some big cool stars and it's just all about you know showcasing our people so that you know we're the biggest, we're, we're the majority minority, the Latine community. We should be, yeah. we should be front and center and a lot of other things, but, uh, you know, we're, we're still out in these streets hustling for that. So, uh, yeah. And I guess also like any like activist stuff, I usually post as well, like on my IG and on SAP, we're always trying to like, you know, support all the BIPOC community as much as possible. Killer. Thank you so much. And yeah, you guys get so many wonderful people on your show, but the four of you are so great. Anyway, that is worth it enough to see this show. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure all the listeners, they remember Oscar from multiple episodes of the Uh, show. So they love Oscar. We love Oscar. Um, Oscar's my uh, Silver Lake boyfriend. And I uh, love him. Couldn't find a better Silver Lake boyfriend (laughs) in the world. Uh, Truly, truly. um, Well, Thank you so much for, again, for being here. I'm going to go ahead and uh, just close us out with some plugs of my own. All right, um, dale. The cover art is done by Glenn J. You can find him and support his other works on Instagram at Glenn with two N's dot J-A-Y. Uh, the show is produced by Jeremy Schmidt. You should check out his show, a sister show to this one, Video Games, a comedy show. Uh, we are... Both of us are on Patreon at patreon.com slash radio. If you like me, if you like to hear me talk about video games, uh, there is a truly a ton of awesome content over there. Uh, we have multiple shows, a bunch of bonus stuff, games clubs we do every year. 
So check us out. Uh, you can follow me on social media at Connor underscore McCabe. And sometimes I stream on Twitch, although it's been about a month at twitch.tv slash cons is cool. 69. That'll do it for this episode of call me by your game. We will see you on the next one.